0: Whether it's Kroger Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp Apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Kroger has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Choose from a great selection of digital coupons and use them up to five times in one transaction. Check our app for details. Kroger, fresh for everyone. What's up guys? It's Mike and Mark again from LRMOnline.com and we're here in kind of a special showing um, with San Diego Comic-Con just being done. We're going to break down the trailers from Wonder Woman and Justice League, going over what we like, what we didn't like, uh, what we're more excited for, either or. um, It's definitely a big surprise. I think everybody knew that Wonder Woman trailer was going to be debuted at Comic-Con, but the fact that uh, Justice League, I wouldn't, even call it, I wouldn't call it an official trailer, but just kind of a sneak peek uh, came out. I think it was to more or less um, appease the audience, the, the naysayers from Batman v Superman and all the haters that came around to kind of just show, look, we're going in a different direction. That, mm-hmm. that was a one off and. You know, we're, we, we got it now. We're, we know what direction we want it to go in. So, uh, first we're going to talk about Wonder Woman trailer, then uh, dive into the Justice League trailer, kind of combine the two into one, and go from there. So, for those of you who have seen the Wonder Woman trailer, it's action-packed. I mean, this is, uh, you know, an iconic moment in movie history, especially in the uh, superhero genre, because it's been dominated by men for so long. That now we have a uh, a female lead that can. It looks like this movie is going to be able to hold its own mm-hmm. and be right there with all the other ones. Um, we see Gal Gadot. You know, there was so many skeptics before when she was casted as Wonder Woman, but after Batman v Superman, you know, that was one of the the main focal points that everybody kind of agreed was you know the a good thing that came from that movie was Gal Gadot's. Uh, interpretation, you know, character of Wonder Woman, and now she's got full reigns of it in, uh, in this movie. Um, the setting of it takes place World War One time period. I know a lot of not, uh, you know, hardcore fans, you know, the, just the general people are wondering why World War One, when World War Two, so popular, um, and I think it goes into the storyline. If you've read the synopsis of it, how uh Diana chooses to join um Steve Trevor who she meets and join in this battle to, uh, for those of you who aren't big history buffs but World War One was called the war to end all wars mm-hmm. and so I think if you s- play the time period in World War Two, it kind of it doesn't have the same effect as you know Wonder Woman trying to jump in to save mankind because you know if you remember from Batman v Superman, she says, I try to help men out one time and, you know, they failed and, you know, they're, they're weak and so forth and Bruce had to change her mind on it. Um,
1: well, not only that, but I think, too, it's good establishing it in World War One because, obviously, prior to this, I mean, you know, it was the first World War. Like, this was a new um, idea. So, you know, having... So many, uh, different countries involved. Um, so not only that, but I, you know, I think if you started it in World War Two, some may say like, "Well, why didn't you help out in World War?" Well, you know exactly. What makes it this yeah. and you, you know, I think. Uh, so I think it's a good starting point. I also think it'll tie together with the photograph from Batman vs Superman that was found in the Metahuman file. In mm-hmm. um, I. I thought I read somewhere where, even though a majority of the movie is obviously set in World War One, I, I heard some of it is in the present too. Um, maybe near the end, um,
0: or maybe that was just rumor mill. I'm not. I'm not real sure. Could um, be like a Titanic storyline where we start off at the present day. She yeah, recovers, right? recovers. Yeah. Maybe her and Bruce are sitting
1: <laughs> on a boat and yeah, stuff, you I explaining what's going on. Yeah, yeah I'm not really <laughs> sure, but um, yeah, you know, I think this is. Uh, it looks great. Um, I was really impressed with Gal Gadot um, in Batman vs Superman, um, and it seems like they're picking up right where they left off. And it's exactly like you said. This is, um, you know, kind of a groundbreaking moment because even though other, you know, there have been other women in iconic roles, you know, and even you know if you look at um, like Scarlett Johansson and uh as black widow but it's it's she's not had her own movies, right no you know, yeah. her own thing and you know they had a a supergirl movie back in like
0: gosh i think 89? it was like 89 oh was it gosh i don't even yeah, remember. yeah cuz it was or, after the third superman movie with christopher reeve okay, so it was that's right 86 or 89 i think okay. that was the year is that um, that that didn't do well in the box not at office all. I remember that
1: not at all but so you know it's a big moment but i i like what i've seen in the trailer because you know, there's action, there seems to be story. Um, also, there seems to be, you know, light humor, but not overdone. You know, I think that's the one thing that I'm glad to see, at least with the trailer, and I hope they continue to do. Um, I didn't want, because so many people, you know, I'd said with Batman versus Superman that there wasn't, uh, you know, any humor or any relief or anything like that. Like, I don't want. Them to then try and overdo it, mm-hmm. which I don't think they're they're. It doesn't seem to be done here in Wonder Woman, you know. It seems very much it, it seems balanced,
0: right? I think at least from the trailer. Um, putting Chris Pine or uh casting him as Steve Trevor was a smart move, you know. I know that a lot of you know news reports came out that he was going to be the next Hal Jordan mm-hmm. and so forth, but you know, and then the news broke out and it was kind of like ho hum, oh, he's just Steve Trevor, but I think this is smart because. You see what he's done with the Star Trek mm-hmm. uh, genre and, you know, in those movies. And he's able to rebrand it and not make it just a nerdy film. And so, you know, when casting him in this point, you know, as Steve Trevor, it'll be interesting to see how they handle it. Is, is he just going to be in this Wonder Woman film and that's it? In the comic series, Steve Trevor's kind of, you know, lasted time with, with Diana um, being immortal and so forth. Diana's, you know, with her love connection to him. Um, has always kept him, you know, alive throughout, you know, time, and so the Steve Trevor in today's comic world is still the same age of Diana, but I know in the DC comic universes, that's kind of, that love story's gone away, and you've mm. seen that the Superman, Wonder Woman love interest has went on in the new 52 series, now that's gone away, there's, um, you know, some rumors that in the Justice League movie, is that Diana and Bruce will kind of be involved, maybe not fully romantically, but that will be the link. It's happened before in the comic book, so it'll be interesting to see you know how far Chris Pine takes uh, this character if it's more than just this solo movie. Um, but I mean, it definitely seems like it's Gal Gadot's movie. You know, there's not oh, yeah. a lot of you know the trailer without her on it. Um, you know, there's very few parts where she's not in the scene. so, um, you know, the cool thing is, is we get all of wonder woman, you know, we get the, the lasso of truth. We get her sword shield, um, the gauntlets. I mean, we're not holding anything back, which is beautiful. So
1: I do want to see the extent of her powers just because it's been portrayed in different ways. Like I'm, I obviously like, you know, don't think she can fly, um, in the movie. I mean, I don't know for sure, but, um, you know, I don't think Ooh, she can. I think they'll but, have the invisible jet. Jeez, <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, that's how Yeah, that's Super she's friends. fighting in World War I, right? Yeah. Um, but I also wonder, you know, because in some <clears throat> um, storylines, she is almost, one would say, bulletproof, um, or at mm-hmm. least has a high resistance um, You know, and I know that she's being shot at in the trailer and she's using her shield and this and that. I just wonder, I wonder what the full extent of her powers will be, at least in the movie.
0: Yeah, it seems like it's, she's growing. It's because uh, mm-hmm. when the trailer starts off with Diana, you know, still set in the Amazons with the Amazonian women and Steve Trevor, you know, in the middle of World War One, I, I guess, gets shipwrecked or his plane crashes in, into the island. And so he's introduced to the Amazonian women and then it seems like there's a conflict of interest among the women of whether or not they should get involved in World War 1 then you have the scene where um on the coastline where there's an invasion and it's the amazonians versus looks like you know the axis powers you know um or you know the, what was it the triple entente mm-hmm. for World War 1 I, I think it was called um so that might be the 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 course of getting diana fully involved in really you know re- uh, releasing her powers you know mm-hmm. um it's cool that they kind of incorporated the trailer how diana's never met a man mm-hmm. you know that she came from zeus and so these women are basically you know as strong as gods you know and mm-hmm. so they're basically demigods um you know it looks like battle scenes wise, I mean, they went for as authentic as can be, you know, the trench warfare style, um, you know, and for those of you who study World War One, you know that when in trench warfare, you don't get up out of the, the trenches <laughs> unless you're you're ordered to and, and it's basically you're being pushed out of those trenches because, you know, there's grenades and mines and barbed wire and uh, machine guns ready, aimed at you. So, the scene where you see her climbing up with no hesitation yeah, whatsoever in advancing force, yeah, it's it's pretty damn cool. Well, and that reminds me a lot from Batman
1: vs. Superman, which I liked about her, and, you know, when she was fighting Doomsday, and it was like, whenever she, you know, the few times that she would get hit or knocked back, it was like an annoyance. Yeah, You know, she, it like, so there's this there's this sense of confidence, and like she, she knows exactly what she's doing. Um, which is, you know, really, uh, really neat to see, um, you know, picking back up on, on some of those aspects that we saw a glimpse of uh, in Batman vs. Superman. But you know, I think the fight scenes, I think they look good, for, at least from what we see in the trailer, um, you know, look real fluid. And, you know, some people are we're talking about like, oh, well, she doesn't have an, a new, um, you know, outfit and this and that. And n- not exactly, but they have changed the, the colors they have lightened the colors of it um, compared to what she was wearing in Batman versus Superman uh, you know it, it is a bit more um, authentic from uh, the comic book you know color wise right uh, but once again not like overdone to look kind of gaudy or anything like that.
0: Yeah it kind of well it seems like when she's in this Amazonian set it's kind of that darker color. Yeah um and maybe that's why in batman versus superman she's wearing the you know the darker Mm. set of you know costume Mm -hmm. because maybe she's just gone back to her amazonian roots and stuff and uh now this time period where she's fighting alongside men it's more brighter more optimistic you know type look and representation um i'm interested in that scene that we just saw there with the
1: um when she's and at she's, the party. Yeah, the ballroom dance. Yeah, and so. because she—I mean, she obviously has the sword behind her. But if you look at who the general or whoever that may mm. be, I mean, I've heard different ideas of who that could possibly be. But he's looking at her like he knows her. As Danny well. Houston. Yeah, yeah, oh. and and if you look closely too, he he has his arm behind his back as well. Like right.
0: Yeah, that's know. a good point. I didn't even think about it. so. That, Right before you get into the Warner Brothers DC logo, you see Diana walking into, um, it seems a ballroom dance oh, yeah. or something going on, a lot of military officers present, and Diana's wearing her um, blue dress, and we get the screenshot of her on the backside, and she's holding her sword, and the sword's being, you know, uh, in the sheath, you know, on the backside, but then she looks down the aisle and sees Danny Houston, who we haven't we don't know exactly what character he's playing, but he also has his hand behind his back. I didn't even notice that. Hmm. And they're kind of walking towards each other. So and he, He's looking at her as if he, he knows, knows her. And um, so, you
1: know, I had read somewhere where someone thought that, that maybe, you know, his character is Ares or
0: something. You know, we, you know who knows? But um, still interesting to... Um, Very well could be. And that may yeah. be the reason why... The Amazonians are invaded, and you know, Mm -hmm. you have the beach battle scene in the trailer, which has probably the coolest shot in the world where you see the Amazonian soldier. (laughs) She jumps in the air with her, you know, bow and arrow, aiming backwards, and then shoots a couple arrows, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, two arrows. That's really cool. And then takes uh, a soldier hiding behind a rock, takes two arrows to the chest. (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah. it seems like this storyline is pretty set forward. There's mm-hmm. not a lot of complications, to it It doesn't look like the we're gonna get a lot of mystery involvement. It's mm-hmm. basically gonna be you know straightforward. This is Diana. This is Wonder Woman. She's joining the fight. She's a badass. Yeah, and she's gonna you know kick ass all throughout this film. Um, you know, it. The only thing I would think is that it seems like from the clips where she's in normal clothings is that maybe that diana is going to try to do this as you know in disguise and not as wonder woman mm-hmm. but then something's going to trigger her yeah. to you know to put Unchanging. on the costume and maybe that is danny houston is playing aries and she knows that it's not men versus men it's you know gods having mm-hmm. their involvement of it so it's it's pretty much you know an unfair fight unless she gets involved yeah
1: you know, i think there'd be a for maybe, uh, you know, individuals who, you know, most people, I think, have an idea of who Wonder Woman is. But especially, sometimes, you know, I think it's difficult when, with villains, if it's not a well-known villain, the, I think you can sometimes lose the, the audience who's, mm-hmm. not, you know, who um, don't really follow the comics. Um, and I think Ares would be a, an easier one to go with, because even if they don't, under, like, know his portrayal, per se, from the comics... Most people have an idea of who Ares is, you know, um, and God of War, and then it makes sense tying into World War One. So, you know, I think that could be a, a good way to go and an easier way to kind of get people to buy in if that's
0: what they indeed choose to do. Yeah, I mean, you know, to me, the, the villain is what makes the movie. Mm-hmm. You know, you, if you want to make a good movie, superhero movie, whatever the villains got to be spot on. So, um, you can't make it too overcomplicated. And I think that was the issue in Batman v Superman was that Lex Luthor was too complicated of a villain. And then mm-hmm. Doomsday was just thrown in right at the end. And, oh, this is Doomsday. He's supposed to be this, you know, death of destruction and so forth. And, and no one bought it. No one came onto it. So, um, Patty Jenkins, who directs, uh, Wonder Woman, she's best known for the movie Monster, um, with Charlie Theron. Um, you know, she's got a well list of uh, credits to her name. I think it's going to be pretty spot on. I th- it, this is good mm-hmm. versus evil, you know, and when you throw gods involved, you know, I know you had the, the horrible remake of Clash of the Titans back, you know, a couple years ago and stuff mm-hmm. like that, but people still see that. So I think if they mm-hmm. can introduce that theme a little bit, not too much, sure. but, you know, gods playing a factor into it, I think this is in the demigods this will definitely be good and then um then at the end of the trailer you get the the wonder woman logo with that kind of theme music that we were introduced with um, uh batman v superman i think that really gets the crowd going and you know san diego comic-con that really you know got everybody excited at the end of the trailer to see it um well let us know your thoughts of what you think uh from wonder woman trailer you know are you excited about it as much as we are I know that I think this is going to be one of the more pivotal movies, mm-hmm. and I think it's going to really steer the DC universe in the right direction. I know there's a lot of skeptics about it, but you know, in the comic book, you know, the Trinity is always led by Wonder Woman, so mm-hmm. um, maybe that's what instead of Batman v Superman leading us into, you know, the DC universe, maybe it should have been Wonder Woman first and then come out with Batman v Superman. So. Um, Let us know your thoughts, and we're going to just jump right into and break down the Justice League trailer. Uh, This one was unexpected. Not a lot of people um, were anticipating anything coming from uh, Zack Snyder or the DC, uh, DC Universe team, basically because they had already sent about 30 reporters over to London to do a behind the scenes sneak peek look at the set and talk to the actors. So with that all that publicity going on, not there was barely any you know, inclination that there was going to be a uh, Justice League trailer or sneak peek if you whatever you want to call it. Um, some people are calling it the trailer. Some people are just saying that it was just a clip that was made at the last minute. Um, but Mark, what'd you think about it overall? Um it, you
1: know, and I I know we'll Disagree some with it, but I, I enjoyed it. Um, I hope that you know they, you know the the kind of lightheartedness and humor that they had in it um, was good and it was fine. I hope they don't overdo that. Um, I think that really what you see from this trailer is, you know, some people are calling it damage control or whatnot, but they're directly showing things that people had issues with with batman versus superman um obviously one was that you know it wasn't you know there was no humor so we've seen some of the humor um the other is that like bruce was you know at the end of his like it was just this you know completely torn
0: down individual you see a little bit of a different side to him Right, now. yeah, I think um, everybody's complaining because this is a Batman who killed people I mean, Batman. Yeah. And it was like yeah. 19 people they killed, yeah. you know, that killed um, and so forth.
1: And, you know, and that's fine, but, you know, I know Batman, like, directly killed people in Batman or Superman, but I think if you think about all the Batman movies, he's indirectly probably, I'm not saying that that's okay, but, you know, whatever. Um, <clears throat> and, you know, also they seem to be making Aquaman, a pretty big badass, and I know some people are like, oh, well, you know, it's just Jason Momoa throwing people around. But at the same time, if you think about Aquaman, um, there's a couple things they need to do with him. One, if you have people outside of the comic book world, yeah, you know, Aquaman has a bad rap. Mm-hmm. So, but if you think of Aquaman at certain times, especially in the 90s when he did have the long hair and the hook for the arm and all that, um, and really Aquaman's character sometimes too, even in the New 52, like, I mean, he he's pretty straightforward about things. You know, right. if you think of the New 52 when the Justice League was forming and all that, there were times when Aquaman was like, listen, I, I should be the leader.
0: Yeah, And definitely I mean, <clears throat> they changed in the comic book genre. They changed, you know... Um... Arthur to be more of a leader mm-hmm. you know and being more of the the king of Atlantis mm-hmm. and so forth instead of just a guy who talks to fish like right. they they're trying to to and they make fun of it too at the end mm-hmm. of the trailer yeah. you know i hear you you know you can talk to fish and so forth but you know that aquaman i think is gone i think mm-hmm. as you have this new age aquaman coming in the king of Atlantis you know being more or less a fighter than just a you sure. know a metahuman whatever you want to call it and I think definitely um Jason Momoa that was a great great to to change the Mm -hmm. outlook of Aquaman that was a perfect casting development um so you know this trailer kind of introduces us to Aquaman to Flash we've already you know been introduced to Wonder Woman we get a little bit you know clips here and there and then last you get Cyborg Mm -hmm. you know Vic Stone um so um what do you think about Ezra Miller as a flash because I know that was like the big hot topic you know controversy when he was first cast that everybody thought Grant Gustin would just be the flash
1: yeah and you know I like Grant Gustin and I obviously really like the flash and so I was kind of I don't know I wasn't sure how it was going to be and then he wasn't necessarily the Barry, Barry Allen that like I was necessarily thinking of, but from watching him in the trailer, I, you know, I, I, it seems like he'll he'll do a good job. I still um, think characteristic wise, he seems more like an earlier Wally West to me. See, that's what than I than a Barry Allen, um, but you know, I think. I, th- I think you know, maybe that's nitpicky, I don't know, but I, I
0: think he'll do fine. Yeah. Um, but I yeah. think yeah, I think Grant Gustin is Barry Allen. Mm-hmm. That, yes. that, that kind of iconic character is for those who haven't read the comic book. So Barry Allen, you know, um, not even the first flash, the second flash. You know, because Jay Garrick is the first Flash. But the the second Flash, Barry Allen, was the guy who cared about everyone. Mm -hmm. Who was willing to sacrifice his life and put, you know, everything um, in, you know, everybody in in front of him and do everything for everyone else and cared about feelings and so forth. Wally West was the jokester. Mm -hmm. Brought in, you know, after Infinity Crisis when uh, Barry Allen dies, you know, sacrifices his life as the Flash. We get introduced to Wally West, and Wally West is a more, you know, upbeat type of Flash, jokester, you know, and so forth. So if you told me that Ezra Miller was Wally West, and after seeing this trailer, I would have said, spot on, mm-hmm. got it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't, will you know, I'm just being, like you said, nitpicky about it and so forth. I just, I grew up with one, you know, with one vision of, sure. you know, the Flash, but, you know, it is what it is. Um, so... Yeah, I like. I'd like to see m- more of him to see yeah.
1: what it is. You know, the one. Real, you know, I, the only thing we really see is when he's, you know, uh, automatically joining the team before. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Bruce even gets it out, which is funny. But like you said, that seems like it'd be more Wally West. Um, but mm-hmm. you know, I think uh, the look. What I like the the um, his costume. that's yeah. Pretty cool. Uh, it's a bit of a r- original mixed with some armor from New... It, it, there's a lot of different, you know. It- so
0: here's my thought. I think he's already been to the future. I think he's built mm. this armor from the future. That's interesting. Cause if it's in it, like, cause we're oh. you know, <laughs> you know Sorry. we get you know we get to meet Barry when Bruce tries to recruit him, and it's in his like basement. You know, kind of mm-hmm. look like that's where he does his you know has worked as the flash and so forth so um if you notice in the background there's a kind of couple different um uh pc displays and so forth monitors and one kind of represents the time stream in a uh, black hole uh, aspect so i'm wondering has he already gone to the future has he already been you know you know in a concept of going yeah. up, you know, going up against Reverse Flash or something like that, which causes him to update his armor. You know, in Batman v Superman, we get a, um, a Barry Allen with a, a mustache, and he's got the um, the uh, faceplate that kind of reveals himself and so forth. So that might be a little bit futuristic, too far in the future. Barry Allen. Um, That's but. a good point, though, because. You know, at first I just
1: took it like, you know, he's kind of quirky and awkward, and that's why he, like, interrupts Bruce. Maybe he interrupts Bruce because he already knows that this team has to be formed.
0: Right. You yeah. Know?
1: I mean, maybe, yeah. He's and already, that's why he said that. When he says, I need fr- friends, like, he, maybe friends is in, like, help, you know what I mean? It just, but because of his kind of social awkwardness, yeah. like, you know, can't really play it off. But, yeah, yeah maybe he is
0: aware of this already. Yeah, because, I mean, we get in Batman v Superman. He's already messing with the time stream by Mm -hmm. going back in time. And then, you know, warning Bruce about Lois Lane, you know, that she's the key and so forth. Um, Then we get, after the introduction of Barry Allen with Bruce, we get Vic, who also, you know, it seems like this trailer was all about Batman recruiting people and their interactions. So Vic, uh, Stone is Cyborg, you know. I thought it looked amazing. Um, you know. Yeah, you know,
1: some people were—I mean, not not really complaining about—but some people were saying like, "Oh, it's not his costume doesn't look like bulky." And uh, I mean, I think it looks
0: good. You yeah, know. It, um, you know, kind of the new age cyborg where it's it's a slim model, mm-hmm. but he can he can morph. It's not like the old school uh, cyborg yeah. where it was just basically like Terminator style, the one size fits all type deal. Um, so you know. Um, we saw the beginnings of Vic becoming Cyborg from mm-hmm. Batman v Superman in the, the little clip where his body molds with one of the mother boxes um, left behind from Dark Side. So with that, you know, the New 52 kind of took that in a new direction where now that he has control of a mother box or he's blended with yeah. it, that he can kind of form, you know, uh, whatever shape or size he wants to. Um, you know, we don't see a lot of Wonder Woman. We don't see anything of Superman, which is interesting. Mm -hmm. So, it's, I wonder, because the image that came out from Comic-Con about Justice League showed Superman in there. Um, but this trailer made it a point not to show anything about Superman. And then the, um, uh, the... Interviews that went on just a couple weeks ago, where the reporters got sent to the movie set in London, they said that nothing was revealed about Superman. That all the pictures were taken down and so forth on the um, on the boards and everything about anything to do with Superman was taken down. So the theories are starting to pop out. What Superman role in here? Is he the bad guy? Is he going to be the one controlled by Dark Side uh, when he's resurrected or Steppenwolf? You know mm-hmm. who's. Who's supposedly the big big bad guy in this film? You know, what do you think? Yeah,
1: you know, I think that's going to play a large role into it because, um, you know, in um, some of the comics, you know, Dark Side was trying to recruit Superman um, to be one of his generals, and then <clears throat> really, if you if you tie that into Batman vs Superman with the nightmare um, sequence, I feel like, and then Flash coming back to warn him, I feel like that was a Possibility of what could happen. This apoc, this apocalyptic aspect of doomsday takes over. Um, something happens to Lois and Superman.
0: It goes it, off the deep it, end exactly, yeah.
1: and and does that. And you know, I think, um, especially as in the comics, when Superman after his death and he, um, you know, finally comes back. Uh, you know he's not quite the same originally, and maybe part of it is you know, you maybe you have Steppenwolf, um or Dark Side on one side, and the Justice League on the other side, you know, t- trying to get Superman back, or maybe they are fighting Superman to try and bring him, you know, t- back to to help them, and you know Superman maybe turns at the end to help right. them. You know, um I think that's those are all possibilities um, I, I, that's going to play in and I think it's going to link to Batman versus Superman to make that you know because some people I know are like well these dream sequences didn't make, didn't make any sense and I think this may help it make more sense um, or they have you know they have the opportunity to do that um, obviously we know the mother boxes are going to play a role as well but, yeah, I think
0: uh, I, I think Superman is going to be have a pivotal role in that aspect. Yeah, I mean, it seems to me that there is, by not showing him in this trailer and by trying to make it seem like he has nothing to do with this forming this team, I know that like some people think, well, it's Batman's team, so you, if you have Superman involved, then it's automatically going to be Superman's team because mm-hmm. it's Superman. So you got to leave Superman out of this. Um you know, he's part of the Trinity, you know? I yeah, mean, he is. Yeah. And um, it just, I i, I think it's going to be a battle for Superman. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be Steppenwolf or Side versus this Justice League team. And it's Superman in the, in the middle. They're yeah. going to, and you know, they've already kind of done this um, in the animated movies with Justice League War with the New 52 where... It kind of everybody bands together and starts fighting, and Dark Side gets control using the mother boxes of Superman, and then you know Batman and Superman go off and you know fight off, and finally gets control of Superman. So I'm wondering if that's what it's going to be. Is it's basically uh, a battle who can get the resurrected Superman?
1: And then I think you know they they could take that, and Superman helps actually bring them together, because when the Justice League first forms, you know, it's kind of like um, a team of, you know, you have a bunch of great players, but they just don't play well together, right? you know, and that, and that's what it is, you have these great warriors, but none of, they're all kind of doing their own thing, because they're all used to doing their own thing, and then you put them together, and it's, you know, uh, kind of unorganized and all over the place, um, and yeah, you know, I think it has really good potential, especially if it goes um, that way. Because when at first I heard, like, oh, you know, the the main villain is going to be like Steppenwolf, and I was kind of like, uh, okay, you know, I think I'm, you know, you got
0: to be I, a like a, a a not a hardcore comic fan, but you got to be a comic fan to know who Steppenwolf is yeah. and like say, okay, that's who I want as my bad guy. Well, and especially
1: because I think even if you know, like, let's say it was Dark Side, I think feel, feel like if people were more likely to have seen a picture of Dark Side than Steppenwolf,
0: you know what I mean? Um, I think they they're going this route with Steppenwolf uh, because with Thanos being the bad guy in the uh, Infinity Wars yeah. for for the the next Avenger movies, if you look at it. Thanos and Darkseid look so similar. Yep. Purple yeah. skin, yep. you know, type... To, or not purple skin, but, like, but yeah, Purple Incorporated. Yeah. And, like, they're big, you know, massive guys, mm-hmm. aliens and so forth. That if you were to play a trailer yeah. right now, you know, with inf- uh, in was it Infinity Wars coming up, mm-hmm. that I think every, you know, non-comic fan would just... You know, say, oh, you're just copying Marvel. DC's just copying sure. Marvel. right. That's isn't that just Thanos? You know, right. In a different outfit and so yeah. forth. Yeah, no, that's so. a good. That's a good call. But I think in order to make it,
1: yeah, to, because I think having Superman in the middle actually keeps him more of the focus, which I think is could be good too if they decide to go that route. Because that was you know another complaint that people had is that like Superman, you know, hasn't been a focus and this and that. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's a good. Um, a good way to do that. One of the things that, I don't know, people have seem to be getting bit out of shape about is, um, like, Aquaman, they're like, oh, Aquaman's costume isn't good. And I'm, like... It's <laughs> never been good. I mean, that's like... I, I mean, I think, uh, to tell you the truth, I think from at least what I've seen, I mean, obviously there's not really anything from the trailer, but from what I've seen, whether it's, um, you know, the toy that was uh, released or, um, you know, like some p- photos and whatnot, I, th- I think it looks fine, you know? It looks like a kind of armor, um, that, you know, Atlantean armor, and it pays homage to some of the colors, but like a dollar cent,
0: so it doesn't look ridiculous, yeah. you know? But like kind of like the green- I, I mean, look, I think if it looks fine. I don't know what out. you want. Yeah. Like, I, like you know? if he was going to walk out in bright green and bright orange spandex, the, there's no one that's gonna go see that film, so they had to make it armor and realistic, and you're not gonna get Jason Momoa to wear bright neon colors and so forth. So I, those people are, are crazy thinking yeah. that the armor looks ridiculous. Um. Yeah. You know. So. I, yeah, I don't know. I, I think it's fine. <laughs> um, but you I know, mean, well, you, those are the same people that are criticizing Wonder Woman's costume isn't bright enough. You know, it's not bright red. It's not bright blue. I mean. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, and yeah, I mean, you know, you can't ever really um, make them happy,
1: but yeah, you know, I think it's it's good. So I think my my main question is, um, do you think at some point in this movie, I would guess near the end, but do you think they will introduce Green Lantern
0: Green Lantern in some way? No, I don't. Not in this one. I think in the next one they will because I think what. So if you think about it, all right. So, we got introduced to Lex Luthor and Batman v Superman. Mm-hmm. And Lex kind of already knew what was coming. The bell, you know, the, the whole end sequence of mm-hmm. the bells have been rung, ding mm-hmm. ding. So, I think, not in this Justice League movie, but in the next one, which, you know, was dubbed originally Part Two, now it's not. But I think what you're going to have is Justice League with Superman versus Steppenwolf, Dark Side, or only, maybe just Dark Side, Lex Luthor, Ares. Um, and then, you know, um, maybe, you know, one other villain, maybe from Aquaman's world or something like that, or Green Lantern's world. And mm-hmm. that's where you'll see the Green Lantern form mm-hmm. being introduced. Um, you know, I,
1: because I in a lot of the promos that, you know, you kept seeing, the poster that would come out says, like, Unite the Seven, Unite the Seven, mm-hmm. and then, you know, you have five and then six. <laughs> you know, so it's kind of, I mean, they're alluding that it'll obviously eventually happen, but, you know, when and where does that happen? Um, you know, so I think that's the interesting thing is I wouldn't, you know, if there's like a, a hint to it or something like that, I think that could be Mm-hmm. interesting to throw in there a little easter egg maybe um yeah I, I don't i don't know i think it'd be cool to get like maybe even just a little nod to it but um we'll see you know i, I mean it has potential i'm not you know with with the trailer we're still not really sure what to expect. I mean, you right. know, we're still over a year away. So, and the interesting thing is, you know, when people talk about being damage control, I mean, I absolutely see that because if you think about it, at last year's Comic Con, the um, the teaser there was the teaser for Batman versus Superman. Yeah, but it wasn't released. Uh, it was leaked, but it wasn't released. Right, remember? it was mm-hmm. just Superman in the sky with the bat signal and Batman. Yeah, and then to have. You know, two minutes forty five seconds worth of a quote trailer, teaser, trailer, you whatever know, you want whatever. to call it. Like, that, I mean, it's it was it was done, you know, for a reason. And I mean, I don't know. What do you think overall? Do you think? Do you think
0: it, it has helped win some people back, or what do you? What yeah, do you I, I, some people would definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, to me, the issue with Batman v Superman, or you know, like the 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 Zack Snyder. Approach to it wasn't necessarily needed more humor, lighthearted. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I got it. I understood, you know, the death and destruction of Metropolis is going to lead to some people mm-hmm. being pissed off. The issue was the villains. Um, Doomsday was mishandled, mm-hmm. it was just or misused, you mm-hmm. know, and I'm not saying Jesse Eisenberg, who played Lex Luthor, did a bad job, but I just think that overall, it's that's what drives these movies is, you know the bad guy and if you don't get it right it's no matter how good your superheroes are what the movie looks like what the tone is whatever the movie's gonna be you know is not gonna do well you know I mean think think Um, of the
1: Dark Knight you know that's one that everybody always talks about so that's number one Dark Knight with Heath
0: Ledger yeah
1: I mean you know who? I mean people don't and not, nothing against, like, yeah. Christian Bale or anything, but people don't remember it for Batman. Yeah, they so it for...
0: going just down the DC movies, the ones that are the best, so you go with Dark Knight being number one with mm-hmm. Heath Ledger. Not really anybody can top that. Then probably Batman 89 with Jack Nicholson, not Jack Nicholson's version mm-hmm. of the Joker. Um, then you go original Batman, or not, uh, original Superman with Christopher Reeves, Lex Luthor. And Gene Hackman. With Gene Hackman. Mm-hmm. Um, then... Let's see, you're talking, you know, it's it's it really gets a little dicey there. You could say the original General Zod, mm-hmm. you know, um, go uh, going there, um, the interpretation of um, what's his name, not from Dark Knight Rises, who played Bane. Oh, Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy, mm-hmm. and still, you know, you know, I know people had their say
1: about that, but still, though, it was an in, in like intriguing. And that, you know what I mean? Look at
0: Anne Hathaway's interpretation of Catwoman. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody was so skeptical about it, mm-hmm. especially when the images came out mm-hmm. of, you know, photos came out of her. But then everybody kind of said she kind of knocked it out of mm-hmm. the park with that. Um, you know, the bad guys make it. And then you look at Marvel's universes where Loki was mm-hmm. what made the Avengers, you mm-hmm. know. Avengers 2, you know, it was and good. I thought, yeah, but I thought, I think, I agree with that. I think Ultron wasn't what, great, though. No, he know? was,
1: you know. So-so. Okay. Uh-huh. And you know, I think also that's a good point because I think that's why people are so excited about Suicide Squad.
0: Right, it's the bad guys. You have all
1: the bad guys.
0: Everybody loves watching the bad guys. Mm-hmm. They love that that kind of atmosphere. And if you can get, if you can nail the bad guy, you've got to make it made. Yeah. So, I'm hoping that the reason why we didn't see any of the you know bad guys in Justice League is that they're still working on. It. They're still tweaking mm-hmm. some of the stuff. And, and that's I'm fine. sure there's going to be, especially because if you're
1: not in one of the You know, edited out scenes from um, Batman vs Superman. If that was indeed Steppenwolf at the end that they were talking about, uh um, then you know that it's a large part of CGI, like all CGI. Um, So you know, it's so early that they probably haven't even really touched
0: on a lot of. No, they haven't even casted. Looking at that, at the casting credits and so forth, that. There, no one's been cast as Steppenwolf mm-hmm. or anything like that which I mean they have time if it's CGI sure. oh, then yeah. all they need is voiceover uh, actors to come mm-hmm. in and, and play that and uh, and then just take facial imprints and put it on the face if, or you know where the uh, speaking mm-hmm. tone and so forth to, to match it up and everything like that. but so you know it was while it was great to see something from Justice League kind of you know it's always great to see something coming out of the San Diego Comic Con to me um it really, you know, what's going to make the, the DC Universe get back on par with Marvel is the bad guy. And I think that's what Nolan did really well with the Dark Knight mm-hmm. series when you had Liam Neeson beat Ra's al Ghul. Heath Ledger play his, um Silly his, Murphy being you know, Scarecrow as well. Oh, you yeah. Know, that
1: was really cool, yeah. And,
0: you know, Tom Hardy playing Bane. Heath Ledger playing Joker. He, that's what Nolan was so great mm-hmm. at. You know, everybody always looked oh, his Batman was was great. Was is the villains the mm-hmm. the enemies? You know they really you know w- were perfect for those movies. And why was Batman and Robin such a horrible movie? Good. The villains are. So oh my bad. god! Well, Arnold everything, Schwarzenegger everything as so Mister Freeze. You know, giving a pun out oh, every two minutes. Everything was so. And every, bad. so that's what you know it boils down to. You know, you look at the Iron Man trilogy. Okay, so Iron Man number one was great. Mm-hmm. Who was the bad guy in Iron Man? is Tony Stark himself. Yeah. He's yeah. Re- it's it's a redemption story, you know, this guy who was basically a villain but thought mm-hmm. he was great and then realizes that he's giving, you know, you know, military grade weapons to, you know, terrorists and so he's got to redeem himself. So it's that redemption story. So the villain becomes the good guy. And then you look at Iron Man 2, with Whiplash, you mm-hmm. know, and well, and Iron Man 3 with that horrible twist of the Mandarin no, didn't work out. So no. why and, is Iron Man always considered the best is because the villain was Tony Stark himself. You know, you think about even the the Batman
1: movies, you know, even the Joel Schumachers and the um, Tim Burtons. But, you know, I think we can all attest that Jack Nicholson was... Wonderful as the Joker. And then, you know, you get to Batman Returns and why didn't, aside from it being dark and, you know, not necessarily everything Batman per se, but what do most people complain about with that? They'll usually say one thing was really good and one thing was over the top. They usually say that the Penguin, they didn't get it right, you know, because he was too, like the... I don't know black mucus or whatever you want to say coming out. Yeah, of it. I think you know and, and I, I thought think, it was, you know, whatever I think fun, it was like Tim Burton is, sure, you know, trying sure. to put his little stamp but on it. But the one of they say it was always amazing, Michelle Pfeiffer's Cat. Oh yeah. You know. So, yeah, it's you got to get the villain right. Um and, you know, I think uh I think that why well, Star was, Wars so great. The original trilogy, oh, yeah. Darth Vader. You know, I mean? Act, you know then you have the
0: prequels and Everybody craps on him. Well, it's because you didn't have... If you kept Darth Maul alive and didn't exactly. kill him... Exactly. What
1: was the redeeming quality of Phantom Menace? Yeah. Darth Maul.
0: Darth Maul. Yeah. Everybody loves Darth Maul. If George Lucas hadn't killed Darth Maul and made him the bad mm-hmm. guy from the fir- for the first trilogies, yep. still probably would have been bad, but not as bad. Right, yeah. right, right. Absolutely. No, I completely agree with that. Oh. you got to get the villain. And so, yep. did this trailer do a lot for me? It. I'm kind of uh, okay with it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um I like, you know, the the Flash, I like, you know, Vic Stone as Cyborg. I think Jason Momoa as Aquaman's going to I That's, think his I think his Aquaman is going to be unbelievable when uh, his his, his yeah. standalone
1: movie. I Oh yeah. I still th- I want to see what they're going to do with that, especially cuz you know, I know people complained about in Batman vs. Superman like yeah, he was underwater this and that, but especially everything from um who's the is it James Wan? James Wan, yeah. James Wan. Um, from everything that he said, you know, he, he sounds like he's going to have have fun with it, but do a good job with it. He's already oh, yeah. talked about, like, what he wants to do with it and how he's going to do it. And, you know, a lot of it is obviously going to be um, green screen, but then they're going to CGI uh, his hair to look, their, their hair to look more like it's, like, floating in water and whatnot. But, um, yeah, I really think they can do a lot with that. I'm excited for that. And I want to see what they do with it. I I really want them to explore the powers that Aquaman has that they're that pe- a lot of people don't know. You know, I mean, cause, I mean, really he I, he has superhuman strength, <laughs> you know, he is He's, like bullet bulletproof. bulletproof. Or, yeah. yeah, because yeah. of his his uh Thick skin, spin. yeah. Um, you know, so there's a, a lot of great ways that they can go with it, you know. Um, so yeah, I'm interested to see what they do there.
0: Yeah, so let us know your thoughts. What did you think about Wonder Woman? What did you think about Justice League? Uh, We're going to dive into a couple more other trailers. We still um, make sure to check out our other trailer breakdowns from San Diego Comic-Con. Keep listening to us. We're back on a regular routine schedule now. We didn't want to come out with a podcast pre- comic-con and then have to change everything after Mm comic-con so um, make sure to check us out on uh, lrmonline.com check us out on itunes on soundcloud let us know what you want us to cover more of we're trying to get more um more of a fan base following you know so make sure to let us know what you want us to cover